everybody. Welcome to the Faith and Fandom Friday Feedback uh, weekly pseudo news show that, you know, if you need to depend on me to get your news, you're welcome to. <laughs> but this is stuff you probably already know anyway. But uh, just felt like sharing it with you and kind of touching base with y'all on a weekly basis. So I hope you're doing good. And uh, this is for the week of uh, the 23rd of December through the 29th. So Christmas week, basically. We made it through Christmas, and now we're in that week where literally nobody knows what to do with their life. Because Christmas is over, and it's not the new year yet. And you're, you know, just kind of floating in the ether, living off leftovers. And... uh probably going through existential midlife to quarter life crises as you see fit. But yeah, uh, it's been a good week. I do genuinely hope you had a great Christmas. Uh, I did and uh, am grateful for all the ways that uh, God bless me and that y'all have been such a blessing to me um, through faith and fandom and through everything else. And y'all have been a great source of encouragement but yeah, let, let's jump into some news. Um, uh, we got our first Doctor Who Christmas special since 2017. I'll say that one more time because it probably doesn't sound right, but it's accurate. We got our first Doctor Who Christmas special since 2017. Uh, the last Doctor Who Christmas special was 2017. The... Uh, Twice Upon a Time, the episode where Capaldi regenerated into uh, Jody, And uh, then after that, the series kept taking hiatuses. And uh, they switched from Christmas specials to New Year's specials. And so this past couple days ago, Christmas, was our first actual Christmas special since 2017. And that's kind of crazy. Um, with that but i'm excited for it uh it was a good experience um and i'll say this like because you know every every time the doctor getting cast is like batman or the joker getting cast everybody's got strong opinions whether they have a reason to or not because it's just something you feel moderately passionate about and um that you feel like you definitely need to have a voice in, even if you don't have something to say. Um, I will say this based on the giggle episode, the episode where uh, Shooty, which is by my understanding of the gentleman's name, uh, where Shooty became the doctor. Um, I, th he, I wasn't, overly impressed with him as the doctor i did enjoy him and the way that he was compassionate towards himself and towards tenant um that being said i think he really left a solid mark and impression on who he was going to be as the doctor with this episode um i thought it was a really solid episode of doctor who it felt very classic you can 1000 percent tell tell this is russell t davies doing his thing um, I honestly thought that uh, Ruby Sunday, the new companion, had a lot of charisma um, and that the doctor had a lot of strength. Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, 
it was I I liked this episode better than all of the David Tennant specials. Um maybe. <laughs> um but I mean this episode was creative and fun and it wasn't like I was seeing reruns. Uh the doctor broke out in song, like full musical song. Uh so did his companion. Uh there was a goblin band and it very much felt like this episode was borrowed a lot from labyrinth especially dealing with like goblin kings and um dark crystal it had that vibe uh the one thing i'll say that it's not even that big of a deal to a lot of people but i really enjoyed about the episode was um there was a band musical band of goblins and one of those goblins was named gob dylan i'm a big bob dylan fan and uh so i found that rather hilarious and i just snickered and smirked to myself even if nobody else cared but doctor who did premiere i thought it was a solid episode uh to my understanding uh the season will really take off in march and uh we'll get to see more of the doctor and ruby sunday in that capacity and uh yeah if you had some feelings about this episode specifically just this episode um like uh yeah you should definitely check it out uh, if you have some feelings about this episode go ahead and comment um about how you feel about it um begin you know while we're on the air i'll be glad to share it as well or enter into that discussion with you but yeah doctor who news moving forward with that um let's see uh movie box offices sees size for uh the christmas week um Aquaman opened with a $107 million opening week. So in the one week the Aquaman's been out, uh, it has grossed $107 million. Um, and that's continuing the trend of the DCEU uh, not going out with a bang, but with a whimper. Um, I watched it, and it was... It was fun, but at the same time, I don't know that I truly cared through the whole process. Um, it was more like I have to be here because I'm legally required to watch every DCEU film in theaters, which I have done. Um, I, subsequently, if you truly care about this, I did a podcast ranking all 18 projects of the DCEU uh, and from fa least, least favorite to favorite, uh, if you want to check that out. But uh, Aquaman opened with 107 million. Um, and real quick, I should have done this. I failed to do it um, beforehand because I'm not a professional journalist in this capacity. Do, do, do. Aquaman 2's budget da, 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 was 205 million. So as it stands, um, as it currently sits, it does not look like it's going to make its uh, budget quickly if it does. Um, Shazam 2 ended its theatrical run with, uh, where is that? Um, $133 million. So Aquaman could potentially beat Shazam 2. And as much as I love Shazam and Zachary Levi, that's still not quite an accomplishment at this point. Um, and, you know, 
it's that thing of the DCEU dying out is we got they're gonna we're gonna get it get we're going to get a year to mourn it and then 2025 we kick off with Superman Legacy and um see how it goes and I said this in my DC podcast ranking or DC ranking podcast um I'm old and uh you know I don't know how many more iterations of movie franchises I've got left so I need DC to pull this off moving forward and make this next run good because I'm I don't know if I'm going to live to see like a, <laughs> the run after James Gunn's so lord willing we'll get some great DC content coming up but uh yeah Aquaman 2 comes in at 107 million um for its opening week and Shazam 2 only hit 133 million in the box office uh on the reverse end of things uh I mentioned on last week's thing that the Willy Wonka or the Wonka producers uh, wanted to pull off $250 million in theaters to consider their movie a success, a hit. They needed it to more than double its budget. And as at the time of recording this, this morning, uh, Wonka is officially sitting at $263 million. So the Willy Wonka producers have met their goal um and still have like you know the whole weekend to go within its first week of opening so that's that's great for them also on a side note uh the color purple musical uh as it stands opening christmas or the week of christmas is sitting at 18 and a half million um and i did i watched all three of these i watched aquaman wonka and the color purple and uh <sighs> Yeah, Color Purple is an emotional journey. And it's a musical, so you, you know. So is Wonka. Uh, Wonka is light and fluffy. Aquaman is a fever dream of Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, the a water level from Zelda, and a bottle of Nyquil. Um, and so yeah, Aquaman too, definitely was that but uh i enjoyed all three at three theatrical experiences uh i'd say color purple was the best of the three um in terms of quality and presentation wonka then aquaman but yeah that's our movie box offices for the week did you guys see any movies over christmas what'd you see let me know um news of stuff uh just not uh news of streaming things a brand new pokemon series uh, premiered yesterday. Uh, Pokemon Concierge on Netflix uh, is uh, a stop motion Pokemon show like Coraline without the depression. And uh, it is a stop motion Pokemon show that gives you a full vibe ride of cozy gaming. So if you enjoy warm and fuzzy, if you enjoy cozy gaming, if you enjoy Pokemon just being cute, like if you like poke, if you like playing uh, Pokemon Snap or things like that, where you just watch it, play it for the cute factor, um, then this is definitely something up your alley. Um, I'm I'm actually really looking forward to just kind of binging through it and enjoying the cuteness. Um, but yeah, Pokemon Concierge, it's on Netflix, new series, warm and fuzzy pokemon goodness uh also just to make on a news note of notable things um as previously mentioned 
uh what if from marvel is on its season two they started on the 22nd and they are premiering a new episode every day for the rest of the year and the episodes have been great uh two that i do want to mention one is uh on christmas eve they released uh a Die Hard special where Happy Hogan pulls off Die Hard in Avengers Tower. And if that sounds fun to you, it was. <laughs> and yeah, I'm, they're literally mentioning John McClane and quoting Die Hard and to the point where uh, Justin Hammer does the fall from Nakatomi Plaza off of Avengers Tower. So if you're a Die Hard fan, uh, this is the most Christmas, most Die Hard special you've gotten since then. Uh, but the big news of Marvel What If, and I'm going to butcher words here, uh, but my heart's in the right place. Um, the One of the episodes that premiered is What If Kahori Reshaped the World? Um, and this is an episode that introduces, um, by a description I read, the first indigenous uh, antagonist for the MCU. Um, as what they she's labeled created simply for for the MCU. Um, and in this episode, one of the things that makes it most unique is that for the majority of the episode, it is completely spoken in the Mohawk language, um, which is a huge, you know, feat in terms of uh, Native American uh, representation, um, and indigenous peoples in that capacity. So that's pretty neat. Um, and so that is out and there's more to come, but I would definitely say like, I've, the heart is really strong and what if season two, and then, um, not a lot of news that again, like this is the week of Christmas where there's not a lot going on. Everybody's kind of waiting for the new year for everything. Last thing is, um, if you've ever heard of the, uh, 75 hard challenge, it's a pretty intense challenge where you do, uh, um, you do a lot of stuff. Uh, you do. Oh gosh. It's like you do two, uh, 45 minute workouts a day. One of them has to be outside. You have to drink a gallon of water every day. You have to post photos. Um, some iterations include a cold shower, stuff like that. Well, um, the, there is a speaker slash author named Jonathan Pakluda. I'm going to guess that's right. Uh, he released a challenge uh, this week called the 365 Not So Hard. And um, with the 365 Not So Hard, why I'm mentioning this is because it also incorporates uh, more spiritual content with it. And if you are looking for a challenge to start off your new year, this could be a solid one for you. The 365 Not So Hard uh, has a one-year challenge where uh, your goal is to read one chapter of scripture a day, uh, spend 15 minutes praying each day. Uh, I'm going to read this so I don't botch it completely. Um, read at least one chapter in the Bible per day, spend 15 minutes praying away from technology, uh, work out for at least 15 minutes, run weights, whatever, drink half your body weights in ounces. So if you're 200 pounds, you would drink 100 fluid ounces. And let me just state for the record, um, you're not supposed to physically drink more than a gallon of water a day. So if you're a heavier person, 
uh, make sure that you aren't ending up drinking more than that based on that equation. And then no eating after 8 p.m. Uh, so I shared that on my personal Facebook page. If you have an interest in just a challenge to start your year off, there you go. Sounds like I'm 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 contemplating over it for this year. Um, a year's a long commitment for anything. But yeah. And yeah, that's basically it for the news news. Just if you've got stuff that you want to share or comment on, make sure you leave a comment in wherever you listen to or watch this and love to hear from you. Just to also let you know um, on Faith and Fandom book progress, uh, my editor for Faith and Fandom 9 told me he is actively editing and plans to give me the book by January 6th. We'll see. Um, I believe in him. I believe in Harvey Dent. Um, on the comic book that I've written, uh, all of the primary inks and pencils are done and just needs to be scanned and the words formatted and also shooting to have that. Um, I, my goal is to have both books if possible by captain's comics expo at the end of February or online sooner than that. Um, but before I go, I want to say thanks for taking time to listen um, there'll be more podcast content coming up in the new year. I've got a Bible thump devotional for Love Thy Nerd coming up. And then uh, the second half of the season for uh, my podcast with just random folks of coolness and the pull list coming up in February. Um, but before I bounce, I want to take a moment to thank our Patreon supporters because y'all help make all of this possible. Uh, Jamie Montgomery, Matthew Coleman, Jonathan Herman, Ron Petit, Tesh Norton, Scott Ward, Alicia Benson, Candace Davis, Jay Shee, Jillian, uh, Jason Crutchfield, Mike Perna, Todd Turner, John Jacobs, Zach Harris, Caleb Grimm, Jeanette Skaggs, Chris Poirier, Jason Bullock, Christina, Ray, Sarah Lewis, Patrick Gale, Rebecca Godlove, and Adam Davis. And if you're saying, man, that's a lot of uh, Patreon supporters, it is. And I am grateful for all two dozen of them. Um, and if you want to be a Patreon supporter, that would be awesome. Um, but, uh, you can be from a dollar on, um, just be a prayer partner, help pay for podcasting, whatever, but just say, thanks for being a part of it. I look forward to getting new books out to you soon. And thanks for sharing memes, liking posts, and, uh, thanks for just being here. I appreciate you. I hope you've had a very Merry Christmas and that your new year is encouraging and that God really blesses you through all that is going on. Thanks for taking time to listen and to be part of this. And I'll see you soon. Thanks, everybody. And I'm going to find the awkward button to turn this off and say goodbye. So goodbye now.